We delve into a significant international development as South Africa took a decisive step by approaching the International Court of Justice under the Genocide Convention in response to the actions of Israel during its recent attacks on Gaza. The South African government has expressed deep concerns regarding the plight of civilians in the Gaza Strip, citing the indiscriminate use of force and forcible removal of inhabitants. To help us understand this move's legal intricacies and implications, we are joined today by Professor Hani Stradham, a distinguished expert in international law at the University of Johannesburg. Prof, thank you very much for your time and welcome to yeah, the Good Eastern morning. International. Thank you. Uh, Prof, let, let's understand the significance of this move. What does it in, what does it mean? Yeah, it is. Uh, I think a significant move uh, in the sense that uh, what uh, South Africa wants from the court uh, is a determination that, first of all, um, Israel, as a member uh, of the Genocide Convention as a duty to prevent uh, acts of the kind that South Africa is worried about and which may be uh, understood as, as genocidal in nature. And secondly, if there is a failure on the side uh, of Israel to take preventive action, uh, then there should be accountability for that under the Genocide Convention. And South Africa has, in its application, uh, you know, list quite a uh, sort of voluminous um, uh, uh, instances of of what it considered as being uh, the transgressions or violations of the Genocide Convention. So, um, but there's another important aspect of the application, and that is. South Africa wants, in the interim, while uh, the decision is uh, is made on the merits of the case, that the court uh, also then grants an order uh, to protect the civilians. So it is called uh, uh, interim measures um, under the statute of the court. So um, that is, I think, for the immediate um, an important aspect, and normally the court will deal with that on an urgent basis. I may just in this regard uh, mention a similar case uh, that was before the court not so long ago, namely uh, Ukraine's application against Russia. Mm. Uh, And in that instance... um, Ukraine also asks for interim measures while uh, a decision on on the merits uh, is pending. And the court granted uh, the application for interim measures to protect uh, civilians and and so on. Uh, So this is um, a matter that I think will, will fairly soon be decided by the court before the court moves on to the merits of the case. And talking about the court, does this court have any bearing on the uh, international community or is it just an additional measure that is there to uh, soma, uh, as a facade to the greater uh, picture or is there any significance to this court? Yeah, the significance is if, um, if uh, the court decides, for instance, uh, that, uh, well, there are sort of uh, violations uh, committed uh, by Israel, uh, 
uh, as a result of the application, then uh, th- that will have a sort of impact on on the attitude uh, of of states towards what's going on there, in a sense that uh, all members actually um, of the of the genocide convention will then have to take s- certain steps in in order to to bring that from from going on and from happening. But I have to also uh, sound a little bit of a warning here. It may also happen that Israel decides not to participate in the proceedings. Mm. Uh, If that happens, uh, the court is in any way still, um, you know, it's still within the court's powers to to, to make a decision. So um, it will not prevent the court from, from acting on the basis of the application and on the basis of its own reading of the situation and on the basis of the evidence. If Israel does not participate or maybe also, I'm speculating now, uh, decides not to, uh, not to respond positively to what the court has found, uh, it will then also worsen the case on the part of Israel, and, and you know it will it will have sort of an, uh, an impact on, on on future proceedings that that may uh, you know be submitted. Um, then there's also another development. Uh, if I again can use the example of of Ukraine versus Russia. And other states may also join in these proceedings and sub- make their own submissions. So uh, if more states um, coming forward and, and submit uh, evidence, etc., um, it may have a, a, a bearing on, on the outcome of the case in the sense that uh, the court will have to take that into account and then come to a conclusion. So... That more or less are the sort of developments um, that we have to watch uh, at this point in time and uh, to see what the outcome will be. Uh, What are the ramifications and the implications of this move uh, as far as South Africa is concerned? And the reason why we ask this question is that we know the dynamics of the global south and the global north and how people are... Uh, not willing to upset the global north. So as a result, how will this all impact on South Africa's relationship with the greater, um, uh, with, the, with, the, with the greater superpowers of the time? Yeah, I, I think we can sort of accept that um, many sort of, of, maybe not many, but some states at least uh, will not be happy or, or are not happy with South Africa's move in this regard. And uh, it's difficult to to assess at this point in time what will be the, the practical consequences uh, for South Africa concerning its relationship with uh, Western powers or some Western powers. Um, but certainly, uh, I think we we should accept that um, it will it's it's a move that is not welcomed everywhere. Um, but uh, I do not think that uh, it will be so serious that um, that you know the relationships will be damaged irreparably uh, because South Africa acts within its uh, its rights under the Genocide Convention as a member. The the convention stipulates that where there is a dispute between members on concerning the application of the Genocide Convention. Uh, that 
party or any of the parties to that dispute may refer a matter to the ICJ, International Court of Justice. So in that regard, uh, South Africa is, is acting um, in, in accordance with its rights uh, uh, under the Genocide Convention. Prof, uh, finally, what time frame are we looking at uh, anything happening? I mean, you cited Ukraine against Iran, Russia. There were other cases also previously. You yeah, I think yeah, it's, uh, I think we should have a response within a, a few months or so, uh, maybe shorter. Um, because you you know that the court will have to on its uh, make its own assessment of the facts to decide on the interim measures. Um, so it will it will have to make sure that uh, that. It substantiates its findings, uh, so it cannot rush through this. Um, and uh, but I think uh, we should have uh, early in the new year. We should have uh, a response from the court. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thank you. All the best. Bye bye.